Welcome to another motoring podcast. I am your host, Putin Biani. This week we have Papi Mabele, Mposhami, and Kumbirayam Chakazi. These three gentlemen identify as automotive influencers. What is this all about? Let's find out. Gentlemen, welcome to our studio. Thank uh, you for having us. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we have today Kimpo, Kipapi, Kikumbi. However, uh, is this is this correct? I mean, shouldn't you guys be using your your, your digital registration plates? I Actually, I think you're right. So let me actually go ahead. Um, at Mpo underscore Shami. Wonderful. All right, and I'm uh, at Papi Mabele. One word. Yeah. One word. And at I am Kumbi, one word. <laughs> no, under, no underscores, <laughs> no at what? No, at just at I am Kumbi. Yeah. And I am at work. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, gentlemen. Uh, we are here today because we are talking influencing. What is influencing? Maybe let's begin with the influencing aspect of it. Make us understand what that is about. We are like 100 years old. And, you know, we need to get to understand <laughs> <laughs> this phenomena, which is just sweeping, not just South Africa, I think global, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't know, who wants to start? Papi? Jeez. <laughs> You're like the one wearing the glasses. Deep yeah. end, deep I, end. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm attracted to your answer. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me take my glasses off. Um, look, I mean, I think influencing is, I don't want to say some sort of power, but it's exactly that. It's some influence that you have. Um, over, you know, certain behaviors, certain patterns or certain uh, preferences when it comes to consumers and either the brands or the lifestyle that you, you're you portraying and you, in that instance, you can influence other people to... To buy. Yeah, to either buy, to either want to join or partake in that certain thing that you're um, putting out there. For me, it's just my lifestyle. That's just how I live. All of this is just an extension of that. And people obviously will follow me for that. They have a keen interest in, in that. And that's where the influence comes from. I see. I mean, Mpo and Kumbi, would you share the same sentiment? Or do you have a different angle to this? Um, ultimately, I echo what he says. Um, in slim in terms, is what I'm going to say. You know when your mother used to say, if Shami... Or puppy jumps into the fire. Will, yeah. you, will you follow them? <laughs> <laughs> that's influence. So that's influence. So then ultimately, Kumbi would have influenced Mpo yes, and a puppy. Whole. But yeah, but you know what? It's just people having a keen interest in what you do mm. and wanting to see it on a regular or going to buy ultimately what you keep. Mm. Yeah. But may, but maybe the the big question is, why you? Why not Demi Moore? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why you? <laughs> what makes you the, 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 the catalyst of attention? I mean, I think more than anything, um, relatability. Uh-huh. I think a lot of our content has a lot of relatability to the people who follow us and so forth. So they sort of feel like they are a part of what we do and what we sort of put out in terms of content is sort of within reach um yeah that's that's what i that's how i see it that's how i see it so 
Yeah, I think relatability. Relatability. Yes. So now, do you do you farm this relatability? Do you market it? I mean, do you go out there and say, "Listen, I am Shami, and I think you and I, I'm relatable to you. So follow me." Or how does it dynamic? Who 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 fetches who <laughs> between the influencer and well, the I mean, influence? Look, I think it, it it goes both ways. Um, I put out content for people to consume, and they take an interest and sort of mm. want to know more. They want to learn more. You know, they just become hooked, for lack of a better term. Mm. So I think it it goes both ways, definitely. Uh, you, you know, what, you want to add something? Yeah, there, I th- I think. When you say do you market it, I think ultimately as obviously you start, it's just a keen interest that you are because you always have a group of friends or, yes. you know, yeah. who start with, um, you know, you pushing out this content, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you is essentially they they introduce it to their friends and, you know, mm. um, that it circle, etc. It ends up growing and you become now a brand. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to market yourself to keep on to to, to to keep on being relevant to keep on to keep being on growing yeah, to keep on growing ultimately mm. because you want that growth so that obviously you attract more and more people etc so there is marketing in it yeah but essentially it always starts like you know it always starts at home it yes. starts amongst you know, amongst you yourself people around and you, fr- yeah, people yourself. Around you. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. you know we, we are going to go deeper into into this thing but i think i want to also tackle the one aspect which I've always been very curious about. It would seem that this this is actually, this whole influencing thing um, is what we call is a generational gap. So in terms of what you're doing, why does it seem impossible to market to older guys or older ladies or the older generations? I mean, do you need to be young to, to, to understand influencing or to be attracted to it or to be influenced? Not at not at all. I think it's just a manner in which your your either your you know services or products or your content is is being offered to your audiences more than anything. Um, look, there's content that if I were to put it out now, it wouldn't necessarily resonate to my age group. But if I'm skewing it to say I want to talk to all the people, I would curate it in that sense where it makes sense for that audience. I see. And if I wanted to rele- re- you know, to, to be relevant to my people, I would make it in that mm-hmm. way as well. So it's all about how you position yourself and the type of content that you put out and how you do it as well. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, it, it all has to do with the delivery thereof. So it's more very tailor-made to yeah. different sort of audiences. Yeah. 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 So you like cooks. Essentially, trying to cater for everyone. The crowd requires just, uh, I don't know, scrambled eggs kind of content. Mm-hmm. Others <laughs> require <laughs> pushed eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Heading on to what Papi says, right? This even goes back to traditional media. Mm-hmm. That's why you have lifestyle and you have mm-hmm. the business and you have etc mm-hmm. etc et right because uh, the hardcore because and you would get even in traditional media when newspapers were still it you know it's st- still a thing yeah. <laughs> 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 i might just get kicked yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know when newspapers with newspapers um they were ultimately being influenced by something there because there were companies who were still advertising there and expect mm-hmm. and everything and there was an entire demographic from kids who want to go and re- what, check the Super Strikers column ah, yes. yeah. to Magogo who wants to check the lotto numbers or um, ch- check the people who or have died, etc. Obituaries, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. to people like in the 30s, like Kumbi, 
Mm. I'm not in my 30s, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The people like whom he wants to check put him pianist review, yeah. And you know, people who ladies in whatever want to check the um, there was there used to be you know, ladies, um, this there was fashion, fashion yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. supplemental, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. that's what I'm Gossip. saying, yes. Mm. And that's ultimately how influencing is today. There's different facets to influencing, there's motoring, yeah. there's what, what mm. and even within that motoring, since we're motoring, there's how I that. speak. To how I speak determines my audience. Yeah. So if I'm like check out what 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 and hey hey what, what my 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 language ultimately put you like no yeah. ah too young for me. Yeah. But <laughs> if puppy is like you know extravagant and you know <laughs> hardcore and all that stuff. So so I think that's how it is. Well, yeah. well thank you for 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 leading the introduction into the next the next aspect, of the stuff, <laughs> which is automotive influencing, which is why you guys are here. Mm. Uh, am I correct in that in tightly new as automotive? By the way, there's a big difference between motoring and automotive. I think <laughs> a lot of people get it wrong. <laughs> motoring does include generators, boats, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, automotive yeah. is really yes. specific to cars. Yes. So you are automotive influencers. Mm-hmm. How did you get into this? And perhaps why did you get into this? I think the why. Um, <laughs> it all starts as, like Kumbi mentioned earlier, with a keen interest in, you know, anything four wheels. Cars. Cars, yes. It all starts with an, uh, a keen interest. And from there, it sort of then grows and manifests itself into um, what we've sort of become today. You know, household brands, I'd like to think, I'd like to believe. So, 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 so that's sort of the why. Um, and I think you mentioned the how. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get to the how. Maybe let's look at uh, Mr. Papi's why and Kumbi as well. Maybe you guys can just give me what, what, what drove you guys? For me, it's look, man, it's something that I've always had an interest in, first and foremost. Um, I've been fascinated by the science behind, you know, cars, the, the engineering part, everything be- behind it. The yes, everything behind it. So, um, with that, grew the interest for the actual product, and then, then I started posting that. Um, that just grew from people showing interest. They wanted more. Yo, people are never satisfied. So they <laughs> they kept on asking for more, and I just delivered more. So that's where the sort of why. And do you deliver a more engineering ang- angle, uh, content diet? Is that what you call it? Cult- content plate? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny part. It's, it's not so much about the, for me, yes, the interest was the science behind it. Mm. But for my audience, it's more mm. about the, the finished mm. product. Mm. Just that, what they see in the lifestyle of how it is for me and how it could be for you as well, yeah. potentially. Relatability. Yeah, mm. always, always. And, and, and Kumbi? Um, I think uh, what we're picking up here is always the common word interest, right? Yeah. Cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all had interest in cars, mm-hmm. ult- ultimately. And that's just how it started for me. Um, so I had an interest in cars and user experience, right? I think in the current um, generation, or let me say the past 10 years, there's been a keen interest in user experience. And yeah. I think how 
users and when I say user experience, it's not just in terms of software or whatever, but mm. the entire experience from how you are interacting with your car, um, mm. how you live with it, you know, then it, it, just your seat not being in a, you know, it affects your entire user experience, right, Indeed. of the product. So for me, it was user experience and obviously the passion of the cars, cars yeah. I, I feel like we're leaving out in because he hasn't explained his well, sort look, of background. Because I, um, I know it's, it's, a bit, it's different. It's more visual. I mean, um, Bobby is engineering. Kumbi <laughs> is user experience. <laughs> what, what's your sub angle? I think visuals. And I remember we had a chat about this off air a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And visuals is a big aspect of it. Um, apart from cars. One of my biggest passions is sort of visuals, like photography, photography. Um, cinematography. So I think visuals really is a great way for me to express what, like Kumbi said, like my, my, my mm. user experience. You know, that's how I think I really want to sort of portray that this through is, the visuals. This is fascinating. Uh, I get you. I feel you. Because I think the one thing that attracts people to cars is not the engineering aspect. Sorry, not even how they use it. Sorry, mm-hmm. it couldn't be. But it, the first impact hits you as you look at the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Xiaomi wins that race then. <laughs> I mean, it's not a competition. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. it really is. Race, oh but I mean, you know, it looks good. Exactly. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, you're like, oh my oh, word. No, yeah. 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 Oh, and yeah. so, goes to the engineering part. Yeah. Yeah. And then you drive exactly. through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. driving and you're like, ah, oh, that's part of the Oh, yeah. So look, to sort of answer what Kumbi is saying, I think more than anything, those are things that matter a lot to us as people in the automotive space. Um, the user experience, you know, how it drives, how a car drives, etc. Mm. But to most people, like the common average person, do they actually care about a lot of the things that we write about? Um, things like, for example, it doesn't corner well. You know, most people don't even understand those things. They just oh, drive the car. Go oh, you want to go there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what um, we spoke about? Relatability. Yes. yes. I see. I see. Very interesting. Uh, what I'm picking up here is that essentially you've been doing what gen- motoring journalists or automotive journalists have been doing for the past thousand years. But the the, the difference is that now it's curated differently you know mm. you are visual yes you yes. are more engineering he is more user experience and then they all just collude together on a new on a different mm-hmm. platform Definitely. which is digital mm-hmm. fantastic mm. but you guys come up with these brilliant ideas and you get into essentially what you call is an analogous industry media industry mm. how how were you welcomed in, 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 in this I'm going to jump straight into this. <laughs> oh, please, go for it. The juice, the juice, the juice. I'm but this is, like with any space, it's difficult being welcomed into a space that you, that when they are unfamiliar with you. And, and you're offering. And, uh, like, and also, remember, this is the, everybody's trying to jump into the space. Mm. Everybody's mm. trying to have more bread into the space. <laughs> so, so when, um, when ultimately you you get into the space, there is going to be the, that thing of like, oh no, but what is he doing here? What does he have to offer? They kind of feel like something is being taken away from them. Their bread is ultimately, you know, if it was a loaf of bread, mm. they feel like, ah, flip, now a slice has to go to somebody else, right? 
So it's difficult because I remember I always mention this when I my first ever launch, mm. there was a guy in the traditional media space who asked me, "What am I doing there?" Are you like I, I've come to put an enter button in, in the newspaper. <laughs> needs an enter button. <laughs> so I think for me it was it's, it was very difficult joining the industry uh-huh. and even with just looking from the outside, it's it's, it's obviously a complete different story to when you're inside. Indeed, that's glamorous. So, yeah, Indeed. but but perhaps w- perhaps it's a case of you come in from user experience, and maybe you're not welcome. Perhaps Ndadipapi. Uh, from an engineering perspective, you probably had a different <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, look, my obviously our journeys are not the same. Um, mine was more on the I want to say traditional part, but it was about writing. I was I'm still am a journalist, um, in a sense. Um, that's how I entered the industry. So then it wasn't really a big hoo-ha for me because mm. primarily I was writing, but it was just on a di- digital platform. On a digital platform. Yes. But then as the years went by, things progressed. It's my content delivery that changed. Uh-huh. I just went from your traditional writing, if I can put it like that, to more, as Shami said, high visual stuff, videos, pictures, those kind of things. So that's how my journey kind of like played out if I can put it. I so it, it wasn't as and I for lack of a better word, as intrusive as Kombi would put it. Okay. Um so I I wanna say again, for me it was a bit easier if I can call it like that. Because I came in with the sense of I'm a journalist. From a writing perspective. Yeah, from a writing perspective and this I is what see. I'm doing. So this is getting interesting. Mm. As the story unfolds, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're going to give us uh, pointers in terms of what the industry can do or not not do. You know, now, Mpo, uh, at what is it, Kazu Shami, or is it? Yes, that's correct. So that's CWS. CWS. Yes. At CWS, it could be a steel company, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. A, it's just cars or shop. Yes. The simple and as basic as that. Yes, you yes, know, yes. very, very much with a lot of uh, what you call is the abbreviation in the automotive spectrum. Mm. ABS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you like, yeah, yeah. relevant. Eh? <laughs> I get it. I actually get it. And your 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 entry into the. Um, very much like Kumbi, actually. Uh, very difficult. Um, we or let me speak for myself. I wasn't exactly welcomed with open with open arms, you know. And I think I can sort of understand. You know, people are sort of afraid of the unknown, mm-hmm. so they see this new influx of individuals who are doing things completely differently, and it's like, okay, now what's happening? Like, who are these people? What are they here to do? Like, you know, so I think more than anything, I can't say I blame the traditional media people. Mm. It's just simply a case of they needed to be educated about what we're here to do. I see. We're not trying to take away bread from them. You know, there's, I always say that, you know, there's enough bread to go around for everyone without stepping on each other's toes. So you come into the, the segment and there's a bit of discomfort around the traditional yes. players. Yes. But are you then saying, do you come <coughs> in marketing that we're coming to take your job? <laughs> or are you coming in to say, this we do our job differently? I'm saying we can all coexist. 
there is room for all of us. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not a war. It's not a it's war. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, it's not a war, but a we war, can but coexist. I see. Most so definitely. Your, so I guess your experience into this also, not as rosy as, as you'd expect. Yes. It's fine. I mean, um, change is... Is uncomfortable for so many, <laughs> <laughs> so many people. But yes. then, maybe let's bring back now the automotive influencer aspect into it. What makes it so different from the what you call is the conventional or traditional influencing? Is um, there a difference? Yes, I I think there is. Um, the platforms that we use, um, so sort of everything is mostly digital, like whether it's social media or mm. whether it's YouTube, you know, it's very different to the traditional aspects of... of influence. Exactly, like newspapers, radio, you know. It's no, no, I, I mean from an influencer perspective, because you guys are automotive influencers. Yes. Yeah. That's a segment. It's yeah. a sub-segment. Mm-hmm. Then you also have, I don't know, lifestyle influencers. Yes, travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those so sorts of... What, what makes you exclusive? Mm. Where, Lily? <laughs> <laughs> um, that word uh, in the <laughs> What makes automotive influencing exclusive from lifestyle, whatever, uh, uh, posing influence? Well, look, um, but, uh, Putty, there's, 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 there are different <laughs> offerings, you know, from everyone. You know, you, um, or not you, but like the traditional media, you know, they speak to a certain type of mm. audience. And we speak to our own respective audience. type of audience. I think that's what makes it sort of interesting that everyone has a, has their own sort of offering. I and hence, I keep mentioning that that's why we can exist. Because I may not speak necessarily to your audience and vice versa. Mm. But brand, mm. you know, sort of the brands that we work with, they sort of need to cover all sorts of audiences and that's where we come in I see. we cover what you guys can't reach you, and vice versa you know as the world as each and every day the sun rises i realize that there's so many ways to cut this day <laughs> each day mm-hmm. you know and it, it would seem from an influencing perspective this is exactly what's happening you're finding niches within niches mm-hmm. you know? so mm-hmm. if you take for instance a, a manufacturer is launching a car mm-hmm. i'm there i'm a I wouldn't even say I'm a, I'm a pen and paper guy. I don't know when last I wrote an article using pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I'm a, I'm a digital, yeah. I'm a digital yeah. writer. Ultimately, right? yeah. <laughs> but then you realize that uh, they also cut it from the perspective that, listen, Putty, we don't need, you don't cover everybody. There are people who mm. don't need your writing aspect. Mm. The people who just want to look at cars. Yeah. Mm. The people who just want to See Kumbi mm. pressing a button. <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting the gist of it? Yeah. yeah. Well, ultimately, see Kumbi, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this, this is quite. This is quite fantastic. I mean, um, let's talk about uh, you know uh, as we progress with it. Uh, South Africa. Eh? Mm. Are we? Are we at that perspective where the majority of users? I actually, pre- they prefer the digital aspect of it. We're seeing it in how uh, traditional media is suffering uh, to a point. Mm. I mean, are we saying the landscape, the, the landscape has changed that much, that digital uh, digital is basically the way to go now? 
Definitely, I think so. Look, if we're looking at the either the digital and social media landscape, we see that there is a big chunk of people online in South Africa on the respective platforms, Facebook leading that. Um, and I think that with the influx of smartphone, smartphones getting cheaper and, you know, data as well as years goes by, becoming cheaper, um, you find that people consume more data or more content on their mobile devices or yeah, digital platforms as well. So I think definitely we're getting there. Um, also, we know as a country, everything is far and wide. We're not as developed as other regions, markets, etc. So on your phone, it's easy digitally to access it. You can get it on the go, whatever the case may be. So I certainly think so. There is, the, the audience is there. They're waiting for us to put the content out. They want to see more. So um, yeah, that, those are my sentiments. What if one day we wake up and the cheapest smartphone costs a hundred rand. Mm. Would you see the total loss or complete ignorance of reading media like newspapers, magazines? No, I think it'll Not? still be there, but it'll be more of a niche, I think. Niche. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it definitely the audience will still be there. Fantastic. Highs and lows of being an automotive influencer. Do you start with the good with the good part or do you start with the low part? Sure. I, I'll I'll leave it to you guys there. I'll start with the high the, the lows actually. The lows. So when you say low meaning that when you are finding yourself driving a Porsche, <laughs> <laughs> getting into a Porsche, a very low sports car. Yeah, 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 very low. low. Very low. It's even lower than that. <laughs> I think there has been a there's a huge, huge um, thought around you know, especially as uh, in terms of social media because I hear we're talking about digital and everything, right? But there's a, I think there's a huge difference between di- well. In digital, the social media, etc. Right. So, as people like myself, you know, I'm predominantly social media based uh, publication, mm. and on social media, you get a car, and everybody just expects you to either, you know, bash it or there must always be something wrong. You know, and mm. when there's nothing wrong, then mm. it's a matter of, you know what, you're just doing it because uh, brand is giving you brand cars. is giving you cars, you don't want to stop, you'll be st- you know, you're getting mm. paid and all yeah. that stuff. And and guys, there is and and I think people usually just uh, expect so I mean uh, I don't want to mention any brands. So, you know, a, a budget car, etc. And I need to go hard at this car. But um people forget that that car is put in that segment for a reason. Yes. I don't... Some people, well, as much as they don't care, etc., it's what they can afford. And according to... I need to review a car for what it is, not according to your expectations or... Or, or perceptions. Or perceptions, mm-hmm. exa- exactly. Yeah, because so, if, true. If, if, if your audience uh, probably had a bad experience or doesn't like a certain car... Mm. And you speak, you give it a glowing report. Yes. And then it's like, ah, you pay pay. Yes. Yes. So ah. those are mostly the, the lows. And I think even just people who want to get into the industry, right? So I think there's this thought that you need to, you, you need to ultimately have a huge amount of following for you to to be part of the media space. So sometimes they do see the big following, like ah, it's just in the industry for yeah, yeah. for the because of his huge for following, etc. For the, yeah. And in terms of the highs, man, I think we've met some really good 
people, I think the people in the room right oh, now. Oh, thank, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Some really good people have been to some really yeah. nice places yeah. that I never thought I'd actually be. Um, the experiences. The experiences yeah. are quite, really, quite really, rich. Quite really rich. exactly. Mm. And, you know, the privilege of just taking the product, consuming the product, ex- you know, trying out the product and, you know, putting mm. it out there to, for the market. And now somebody literally just buying a kind like, hey, listen, mm. um, thank you for this. I read this and I went to, to get that product. I think for me, that's like... Quite really a, quite quite yeah. a satisfaction. Mm. And yeah. I, I want to get into when you talk about the experiences. Um, you know, I also, as a sort of old school, not so old school, I'm yeah. a, seasoned, yeah. a, seen, a seasoned individual. Se- seasoned individual. <laughs> 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 Look, I, I, I do find that uh, people sort of have no idea why perhaps, maybe they look at it as unfair or yeah, privileged, you know. Yeah. To you're going to Cape Town, you're driving this nice car, mm-hmm. uh, but what they don't realize is that manufacturers create this so that they give you more options in terms of enhancing your writing and your experience yeah, in terms of that's reporting. True. That's true, you know. I mean, they could, the they experience really sort of, at, 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 in a sense, manipulates your writing because if you've got a good experience, you know, you're staying in a five star hotel, you've got fine dining, yeah. It can, and it's up to sort of the individual, like as the writer, you know, to sort of block that out and focus on the product itself and not let the experience overcome or overcloud your judgment of the car. But but it should, because if you're in a faster hotel and you're driving a high-end luxury car, there's the relevance. Remember we spoke about relevance? Yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. But now, if it's a five-star hotel, fine dining, For a, one star a budget car. car. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's where now it new can ones. sort of... Absolutely know. new ones. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's like trading on shaky ground. <laughs> one wrong move. <laughs> uh, puppy, uh, you from a, from a low point? Oh, man. I was actually trying to think of it now, but I'm literally going to echo... Kumbi's uh, sentiments um, you know the audience just in a sense just see the I want to say nice things, or, nice things yeah but the the actual thinking behind everything and um, you know the work that we have to do is, mm. is something that you know they, they don't see they're blinded to mm. um, for instance even when we're sharing ourselves being at these experiences, the launches, all of mm. these, it looks very nice when you're taking a picture of it. Yeah, but it looks very nice in a But real. you don't know the kind of pain it is for exactly. to get onto a real life. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. And yes. after that, you have to get home. Even before you get home, you have to write about it yes. or you have to create content about it. Mm. It's work at the end of the day. So um, I think that is, is where, you know, the... Um, how can I put it? The you know the dissonance doesn't come in. So, um, yeah, I think that is is part of the lows. Um, highs, man. It's again getting to meet all these amazing people, the experiences, again, learning. Me. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's wow. why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> the host with the most. Yes. Um, the experiences, getting to meet people behind these products, how they, you know, what they thought and how, you know, things come together. It's just mm. eye-opening and it's so rich. Mm. Um, getting to learn as well, you know, um, there are things, uh, man, and EV is a topic that we could have for days. Huge discoveries, huh? Yeah, that we, you know, 10 years, five years ago, you know, yeah. it was alien to us. So 
Um, it's all those things that all come together, man, and just make it great. I mean, um, when you speak of discoveries and the experiences, I mean, I not the car, right? It's funny. No, it, <laughs> there, there are so many. There are, there are so many <laughs> to, to tap into experiences to tap into. Yeah. I mean, I remember one particular one uh, with uh, with CWS cars with Shami. I mean, he discovered that a car can be able. You see, <laughs> <laughs> you see. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow, guys! <laughs> and it, it is those experiences mm. that I, I suppose help shape what we're doing. Um, Definitely, from mm. an automotive perspective, and yeah, I mean the, the influencing part. Wow, what a what a time to be alive! Mm. Mm. Definitely. Nah? what's the future for automotive influencing? Mm. I think it all depends on the what the obviously if you're being uh, in, in a digital space or how the, the advances yeah, yeah. How, how it's advancing and um, even in terms of social media what platforms are, are mm. rising and you know you need to always stay ultimately on on your feet oh, yeah. yeah this is like with even within traditional media they also had to you know adjust uh, adjust to what mm. what's happening and etc so it's all about the trends and where the industry is ultimately going in terms of digitally or influencing ultimately. Mm. I, I picked up the next level. Oh. And I don't know if I'm correct. You guys will be. Uh, we, I saw an influencer, not necessarily tied to the automotive mm. influencing uh, segment, literally blow up the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that the next <laughs> level? I mean, um, I don't, I, you guys, do you... Look, in I think in influencing, or rather, let's just focus on automotive. Um, well, yes, we focus on the cars we automotive influencers. Within that, there's also, I want to say, kind of like buckets of influencers that mm. all, you know, we all come together and we all paint this picture mm. of this product. Mm. So within the, 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 the automotive influencing bucket, or rather segment, if I can put it like that, there's buckets for staunch automotive stuff. There's lifestyle, there's mm. travel that all I comes see. into play. There's tech guys that all come into play. So there are branches within that. And that's where I think you might have noticed this lifestyle influence, if I can ah, put it like that, or yeah. style or fashion, whatever they are. They all also play a role in painting this picture of this one product that we're all contributing towards. Um, again, to the point that Shami raised earlier, it's all about audiences. That specific influencer might have had an audience that we cannot reach mm. ourselves in this room, yourself included, being you know, um, writing journalist. Um, so I think there definitely is a space or place for everyone. It's just how we deliver this content and I the see. audience that we're talking to. So it is not a next level in in the truer sense of it, but. Uh, us seeing more dissection of, yes. of the pie definitely. in different ways. Definitely. Yeah. Essentially, rather definitely. than a next level. Definitely. Ah, I get definitely. it. Gentlemen, thank you very much for that uh, open, <laughs> 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 open view into automotive influencing and influencing in general. And uh, yeah, uh, certainly wish you well in your endeavors. Please thank you. teach us the old crocs, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as much as we are linked to show you that cars can fly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. No, thank, it's you. A thank, thank you so much for having us.